Bruce Newberry. The food dude. The grilled cheese restaurant. <laughs> Every kid's dream. Uh, well, I'll tell you, it is making so many friends, and uh, it just has all of the right things going, touches all of the right notes. Who doesn't like grilled cheese? And who hasn't thought about having an entire restaurant built around grilled cheese? Well, there is the meltdown. And if you're anywhere within striking distance of Barry, I don't have to tell you that. The meltdown is just so, so popular for a whole bunch of reasons. It's Diane and John Hood's Grilled Cheese and Tap Room. And on the line with me are Diane and Donna. And uh, it's great to talk to you. How are you? Good. How are you today? Hello, Bruce. I am good. It is so great to be able to talk to you guys about this restaurant. But the the great story is how you two met, which is really kind of the the essence of how the meltdown came to be. Yes. So uh, this, this is Diane talking right now. And uh, I actually moved to Vermont in 1989. And when I first moved here from Miami, where I went to hospitality school and managed some restaurants over there, I, uh, I met Donna, and she was my first friend, and she embraced me, and we hung out together, and I would go to her restaurant all the time. And one day I looked at her, and I said, you know, Donna, one day you and I are going to have a restaurant together. And this year, during COVID, we made it happen. Ah, that's fantastic. <laughs> now, this wasn't just any restaurant, and, and uh, Diane, you weren't the only one going there. <laughs> this was a place that it has a special place in a lot of people's hearts in and around Barrie. Yes. It was Dell's Pizza and Pasta House. Yeah. My husband for 32 years, and um, we had a lot of wonderful, wonderful customers that became family. So... Fantastic. And so that spirit has shown up at the meltdown. Yes. And we also have one of um, our employees that has worked with me for 20 years. And he worked with us at Dell's and he learned recipes there and things like that. So it's still a family here at the meltdown. For sure. And uh, now just the other night, you guys blended Dell's and the meltdown and came up with this creation that people are still talking about. It's the Chicken Chef's Delight Open Face. <laughs> this thing is is architecture. Describe this special for me. We use local law pancetta bread yes. with garlic butter, and we grill the bread, then we cut one of the slices in half, and we top it with sautéed chicken and mushrooms, and butter, garlic, and white wine, and then our house Alfredo. Yeah, and then it's and all it's, topped with a Parmesan crisp. Yes, I forgot that. You're correct. <laughs> it is so great. So to go back on that a little bit is that is when I used to go into yes. Del, Del Pizza and Pasta House, that is what I used to eat all the time. Really? And, uh, so I told Don, I'm like, we got to do a grilled cheese with that one. <laughs> well it should be called the diane shouldn't it no 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 all the recipes are from chef donna over here okay uh, actually we we come up with a lot of them together we um collaborate on them with our ideas and then i kind of just put it together and see what we can come up with well this is uh amazing i mean i don't know how 
come someone hadn't thought of this years ago i mean you're surrounded by amazing cheese i mean there is amazing cheese everywhere you look all around vermont so why not who wouldn't have a great restaurant focusing on the great thing that that kind of anybody can make so now tell me a little bit about that because I mean, let's face it, everybody knows how to make a grilled cheese. And so uh, do you get a lot of advice? Do a lot of people want to uh, make suggestions and things? They do. Many people Many people will message us on Facebook, and they'll message Donna and I, and they'll be like, hey, can you make this one, and can you make that? We, we really are trying to incorporate all the different cheese companies um, right now, and the bread and the meat in Vermont, also the beer. Um, so we're trying to incorporate in our menu weekly, I would yes. say. Um, the weekly specials, we can have more. We can bring in a little bit of something and try it and see how that goes. Great. Well, I, I do want to talk about the beer, but uh, I want to uh, spend a little bit more time on these sandwiches. But And that's not all you have. I mean, you have salads and fries and soups. In including Dell's cream of tomato soup. Oh, my gosh, that has a crisp fall day written all over it. Yeah, that's um, based our, from our marinara, our house marinara, oh. and then heavy cream. So can't go wrong with that. Oh, man. And a cheddar ale soup? Yes, with switchback ale. Oh, boy. So great. We were talking about some soups the other week. And somebody down in the southern part of the state has this colonial recipe for uh, an ale. It's like an ale and onion soup. It's it's supposed to be a take on a French onion soup, but it has this this old heritage ale in there. And there's just something about cheddar and ale in a soup. It just goes so well. Yes, and perfect for this restaurant. Right, because you do have a little bit of beer around there. That uh, you know what the, but let and and I promise we'll get to the beer in a second. Any of this week's dining out with Bruce Newberry program, or about any of the ones from the past few years, they're all on the Food Dude Bruce Newberry podcast on all podcast platforms. So get it wherever you find a podcast. And it's brought to you by Gaspar's, the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. Linguiça grilled cheese. Let me write that down for the next time I go back to the meltdown. And oh yes, I'm going back. We're talking with Donna and Diane from the new meltdown in Barry. Who is Momsy Montreal? Or, or That's my mom. Oh, um, tell me about her. So I was um, I was born in Montreal and I lived there until I was 14 years old and then I moved to Miami. But my mother um, and my father, you know, continued to live in Montreal. My mother moved back to Montreal and she absolutely loved the Montreal smoked meat. Yeah. So when we to build this menu, I needed to bring my Montreal heritage into the meltdown with uh, the smoked meat and the poutine. And, you know, a lot of the different uh, soups that we also will be putting onto the menu, too. Mm-hmm. Well, this Momsy Montreal smoked meat grilled cheese. Right now, there's, um, it's, it's hard getting things imported. I'm sure. So, yeah, no, it's, but he got us a nice one. We looked actually for three months before we could get something in. Did you? And uh, so this is the real deal. It's Montreal smoked meat with Swiss on buttered rye bread with a spicy yellow mustard dip. Oh, my. People are loving it. I'm sure. 
I am sure. And and you have the poutine right beside it. Right. With with really, really great gravy and the uh, cheese curds on top. Oh, boy. So good. Is is there su- Can I get buffalo poutine there? Is that like sacrilege or something? <laughs> I don't know. You want buffalo? Uh, actually, somebody just said that the other day. Oh, good. Oh, I'm, so I'm not the first then. All right, good. You don't want to be the first. You know? <laughs> well, no, we do um, other things with our fries. We do buffalo fries, which they're tossed in buffalo sauce and uh, covered with blue cheese crumbles. Mm. We do green fries that have olive oil, red wine vinegar, oregano, and salt, and topped with feta cheese. Um, oh, the garlic parm are really good. People love those. Those are very popular. And that's with our garlic butter and fresh parm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And then we put it all in with the chicken tenders, too. Right. And the chicken tenders, we do up that way, too. We like to dress them up. Wow. This is amazing. I'm just going to go spend the weekend there and uh, (laughs) eat my way through the menu. Well, you know what really attracted me? And I I will tell you why I I wanted to talk to you guys. The apple fig and brie grilled cheese. That is one that our customers actually have said that it melts in their mouth. Mm Mm-hmm. And they just can't get enough of it. Describe that for me. It was going to go on our menu too. I was. We knew we wanted to do apple and brie, and I just wanted to find something else to go with it. And the fig jam, and the caramelized onions, and the arugula, the peppery arugula, just all kind of blends together. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, you spoke about a minute ago about the local bread, the artisan bread. What about the cheese? Are you are there some specific uh, cheeses that you source out? Um, right now, we're really basically um, going with Cabot cheeses um, for the cheddar, the Americans. And then we're going to do up some of the soft cheeses from Vermont Creamery. Nice. Yeah, for some of the specials that we have coming up. I've never tried this. Does goat cheese work on a grilled cheese? Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. How would... Actually, Don, thinking about something with it going on in the next couple of weeks. Wow. All right. I mean, I could totally see the fig jam with goat cheese instead of brie. I could see that. Yes. They, and they have so many different flavors and styles, so... We're looking forward to it. So, so good. And uh, I see lobster grilled cheese on your menu. Is the lobster still holding out? Oh, yeah. That's one of the top sellers. I'm sure. This has been the year of the lobster roll, so why not? Yeah. It's people, it's, you know, around here it generally has mayonnaise in it, and this just keeps it simple and with a nice brioche roll that's been grilled with butter on it. Can't go wrong. Oh, yeah. Very, very nice. Now, it, you people are saying, oh, my gosh, you know, this is great. But, you know, you do have salads. And I heard you say arugula. So <laughs> there are some other things besides just cheese and butter and stuff. Yes. We have a, a buffalo blue salad, which has our grilled chicken breast with buffalo sauce, cooked in with buffalo sauce. And then we have a cob salad that the cob salad is beautiful mm. donna is an artist when it comes to making that salad oh thanks i'm sure i'm sure now we've just laid out some amazing choices and creations from you guys here at the meltdown but 
I'm sure that you're going to have somebody coming in and you've had probably a bunch of somebody's come in and say, well, I kind of want to experiment a little bit and I want to build my own. And that's okay too, right? Yes, we have the, the build your own right at the beginning of the menu where anybody can do whatever they want that's on their menu and they can build that grilled cheese. <laughs> wow. From the bread up. Yes, yes. We've had, um, we've had a few people come in and they did the grilled cheese with macaroni and cheese on top and then added some roast beef, onions, and cheddar cheese. And that was a really good-looking mac Ooh, and yeah. cheese sandwich. That sounds good. You know, we've talked enough about the, the, the sandwiches and the salads and stuff. Let's get to the beer. The beer is all – we're trying to keep the, the – we have 24 beers on tap. Wow. And we're really trying to keep the local Vermont beers. We have a few, um, you know, we have a few of the, you know, the Labatt, the PBR, the Coors Light, Mick Ultra, and Bud Light, of course. Of course. Um, but the other ones, we have um, Red Barn, we have Zero Gravity Madonna, we have Otter Creek, we have Switchback, we have Shed, we have Stowe, we have Sam Adams, um, Blue Moon, Allagash White. We have a, a you know, if you ask me for it, I will probably try and get it for you. <laughs> if you don't already have it. I mean, you really sound like you've got about uh, all of the bases covered there. Uh, are, are the uh, seasonal beers starting to come in? Where It's about pumpkin ale season, isn't it? Yes, we do have the UFO pumpkin right now. Oh, there you go. Um, we have that can. We don't have it on tap. Mm-hmm. But we have the Adams Oktoberfest, and we have the um, Stone Corral Oktoberfest right now. Oh, nice. Which... Um, I do have a few others coming in um, with that are going to be more. Um, they're going to have more of a cinnamon spice and and uh, kind of switch it up a little bit, get us away from the pumpkin for the month of November. Gotcha. Now, what about a pumpkin grilled cheese? We, do we have a pumpkin spice grilled cheese? We did just have a harvest soup, which had some. It had um, butternut squash in it, rutabaga, carrots, and sweet potatoes. Oh man. With Brady Smith apple. It was really good. Oh, that is a Vermont soup, if ever there was one. Excellent. Uh, we're talking with Diane and Donna at the Meltdown. And Barry, when are you guys open? Um, we're open Thursday through Monday. We're open 3 to 9 on Thursday, 3 to 9 on Friday. We recently just opened for lunch on Saturday and Sunday. So we're open 1130 to 9 on Saturday, 1130 to 8 on Sunday. And we're open 3 to 8 on Monday. Oh, so fantastic. And you literally just opened. We opened to August 2nd. So wow. it's been a little month. Wow. <laughs> Flying in the face of everything. That is courageous. I have to tell you. Wow. Had you planned to open this summer? I mean, absent all of what's going on? We did. We um we signed the papers on March 15th, which oh. was the day. Right. And um as soon as we, we, you know, we're on the phone and they're like, Diane, do you want to keep doing this? And I said, yeah, why not? And we just kept going. We wanted to be open for Jul- the end of July and we missed it by a couple weeks. But we, we did make our targeted month at least. That is, what a success story. That's fantastic. And Thank you. you guys are developing a following already. And, uh, well, hey, we found you. So there you go. <laughs> and highlights of the meltdown is that we do have a 40-foot patio outside, and I honestly think that's what really helped us a lot during 
you know, the beginning of all this. You know, people were so afraid to go out and be outside or inside, and our patio seating, you know, we, we just we were able to make people feel comfortable, and now we also have heaters outside oh. on the patio. Hopefully will keep, keep us going into into the middle of November. I think it will. I mean, I, I've been saying for a month or so already, uh, because we are already kind of having to deal with the weather and things. I think people will give it a try out of a spirit of adventure and they will come outside once, you know, and once they get outside once and, you know, you get cozy, you're under a heater, maybe you bring a blanket and some, you know, whatever the accommodations need to be made. And you say, Hey, this is kind of fun. I'll, I'll do this again. Right. And that's what we hope. We hope that they, they have fun at the meltdown and they have fun eating outside. Right. Right. It is so much fun. And I think that even when we get past this, I think that this is something that we're not going to really lose. And I think that this becomes part of our regular thing because it is fun. And you say, hey, we should have done this. (laughs) There's no reason why not. Let's be adventuresome. Right. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Where are you located? So we are located at 83 Washington Street in Barrie, Vermont. Um, Our parking is on... Perry Street. We have a parking lot of our own, um, and we're actually expanding the parking lot next week, so we will have more parking at the Meltdown, which will be really great. Wow. Uh, right outside of Barry City. So you just drive up the hill a little bit, and you're right there, and it, it's an old house that we renovated and made into a restaurant. Well, yeah. You're, where else would you have grilled cheese but in somebody's house? <laughs> That's right. The Meltdown in Barry and Donna and Diane, it has been so much fun talking to you today. I really appreciate it, and we'll see you soon. Thank you for taking the time out and talking to us, too. Thank you, Bruce. Food dude, Bruce Newberry. Well, let's head downtown to the big city, downtown Providence, and visit with executive chef Ed Bolas from Mills Tavern. There's a great restaurant name in Providence for many, many years. And Ed and general manager Kate Turner are in the dining room. Ed, good to have you on with us. How are you doing? Good, sir. How are you? I am good. Always good to talk to you. and Always great to talk about Mills Tavern. And uh, you have two words here, Wagyu Tomahawk. Let's hear about that. Uh, well, it's uh, a little something that we have here at the restaurant um, that most places don't carry. It's uh, a 30-ounce uh, Wagyu Grade 3A. Uh, it's uh, you know an excellent cut of meat. Uh, something that we can get as a prefix menu here at the restaurant. So yeah. you get a couple sides, uh, a few appetizers, and a dessert. And you can do wine pairings with that. Um, it's a really great deal. And uh, it's just something that you can't find very often anywhere in the city. For sure. Uh, we've talked so often about the story of Wagyu and what makes it so special. And it really is just an experience. So this is a special occasion thing to do. So what? Uh, uh, this is great. Now, we're here to talk about a whole bunch of prefix menus, which is great because you don't have to worry about the, the decision making. It's kind of made for you. Tell us about this three-course tavern prefix menu that you have also super popular in the restaurant so it changes seasonally so we just released our autumn prefix menu um so it features um all of the different dishes that we have on our menu all packaged together so it's a nice experience so you get to choose an appetizer your entree and one of our really special desserts and again we can do wine pairings with that as well nice it's kind of like a restaurant week all the time 
Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Something special about that is that, you know, we offer that prefix menu the whole year round, and we have a chef's choice option in that. So we run daily specials or weekly specials to uh, accommodate, you know, what the seasonal ingredients that we have to work with are mm-hmm. and whatever I have coming out of the garden. Now, I'm running low on the garden right now. But. <laughs> well, we are, we are expecting our first frost, so it's kind of understandable. So I love that, though, because we can put ourselves in your hands, and boy, you never go wrong doing that. So if we were to go with the chef's choice, what would we uh, find coming out of that kitchen? Uh, well, anything from a house-made annulati uh, uh, to a braised lamb ravioli. Uh, we've done fish specials, uh, tri bass, uh, mm. halibut. Uh, we did a, a sole. Uh, basically, it's, it's whatever, you know. I, I have a, a very strong staff. Uh, my chef de cuisine is amazing. And basically, whatever we have to work with is what we just go with. I ask for ideas from my guys. They all input, and we roll with it. Great. Now, of course, uh, you know Mills Tavern has been such a classic for so many years, and it is a real, real experience place, one of the signature restaurants in Providence, really. It is 2020. We have the whole thing going on, and so uh, we may choose to dine outdoors. How's that for an option for us? So the outside dining is on, on the sidewalk, so it's kind of a city outdoor patio. Nice. Um, so... We have tables out there. We're in the process of getting some heaters, and um, we're going to be participating in the Bring Your Own Blanket campaign with Rhode Island Hospitality Association, so we'll have some of those to give out to our guests. Um, so we try to make the best of it in the city with the view and um, enjoying our delicious food and the nice fall weather really makes sense. Well, I'll tell you, you know, that's part of the experience. I've been t- saying to people that this is uh, the time for us to really be a little adventurous. And I, I don't think it's as tough a sell as we might think, because I think that with nice touches like the BYO blanket and with a unique perspective you're sitting there on the sidewalk on north main street kind of in the middle of it all you know i mean it's great to talk about dining out in the city but let's face it you go inside and you've shut yourself off from the city and there's something to be said about kind of being part of the the hustle and bustle so i think that with a little crisp night you're bundled up you're going to be nice and warm you get the heater going out there and it becomes adventuresome and i think that that's appealing enough for people to try the first time, and then they'll come back. What do you think? I think so, too. I mean, I think that always dining at Mills Tavern is an experience, and just to have that additional opportunity to try outside dining with us is really fun for a lot of our guests. Yeah. Uh, One more reason to come visit. Well, there you go. And we have so many great things to choose from, that maple-cured butternut squash and, of course, the Wagyu. And, uh, gosh, the Agnolotti just sounds so good. You've got some uh, amazing cocktails to talk about. And uh, you can spend all night just going through the cocktail menu. And nothing like food and wine and spirits with a story. And this cocktail menu has a story. Tell us the story of the cocktail menu. It's really fun. Our, our bar manager, Jacob Ducharme, um, decided to have a fall-inspired menu that's also um, inspired by um, our staff, too. Yeah. So all of the cocktails are named after our front-of-the-house team members and their um, sort of personalities and their cocktail choices. Um, so it's a nice um, 
nice nod to them as well and includes sure. them in the whole process. <laughs> All right. So uh, here's one. It has uh, Luna Zul Blanco tequila, apple cider, lime honey syrup, house-made pumpkin spice. It's named the Charmed One. Now, who's the Charmed One? Charm, our bar manager, <laughs> okay. that's his drink, and those are all ingredients and things that he really loves together. <laughs> I love it. Bruce <laughs> Here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, here's another Gaspar's success story from Gasparslinguisa.com. G-A-S-P-A-R-S-L-I-N-G-U-I-C-A.com. Being Portuguese from Fall River, my Portuguese grandparents owned a restaurant there for 30 years. I grew up on Gaspar's Churis and Linguisa, and I always cook it in with my roast beef. Yes, and that is a great tradition. Well, you can bring that back on the grill, you know. If you're doing a burger, take Gaspar's in slices, lay a slice right on top during the last few minutes. It will make the greatest, greatest uh, super burger. Yes, you will just love it. Gaspar's. It just makes whatever you are cooking so much better. Endless recipes at GasparsLinguisa.com. Gaspars available at all major supermarkets. And if you would like to order directly anytime, you can call the Gaspars factory at 508-998-2012. Gaspars, for 97 years, it's the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. Ed Bolas from Mills Tavern and uh, General Manager Kate Turner are in the dining room talking about the sangria with the Champlain Orchards uh, Wixen cider. And, and now, who's Sam? Um, Samantha Pascal is one of our servers that's been here for a couple of years. She um, is an excellent server and she loves sangria. So that was, the, that was her pick. What's well, not to love? Fantastic. All right. Hey, this is great. We're talking with Chef Ed Bolas at Mills Tavern in Providence, downtown Providence. You know, we were uh, we were talking the other day about Old Bay, and uh, there's a, a staple, a shelf staple that a lot of chefs kind of have as a secret ingredient, and you've got it as part of an aioli in uh, a seafood salad. Tell us where the inspiration for that came from, Chef. Uh, well, I mean... As you said, it's a it's a back shelf staple that a lot of shells a lot of chefs refer to. Um, and you I really think. take it up with uh, you you use it with a yuzu, which is that intense citrus. So you've got the old bay, which everybody knows, and then the brightness of that yuzu. It's kind of uh, you know a step up from what your normal court bouillon would be, yeah. as far as poaching liquid for the shrimp or the seafood which always has lemon and Old Bay, some pickling spices, uh, salt, etc. So from that, you know, we took the water away and kind of made an aioli with, you know, a spiced-up version of those ingredients. Obviously, the yuzu is that citrus. Um, and, you know, the Old Bay, it, it, it's kind of unique seasoning in it itself, but it, it adds a very clear, crisp, defined taste to whatever you're using it with. 
Nice. You know, it sounds like the perfect transition as we go from summertime when we, of course, have uh, seafood at our fingertips and we uh, just love it so well. And yet we have to eat a little more hearty and our tastes change a little bit as we kind of uh, brace ourselves against the changing season and so forth. But I think this makes a perfect combination. The Old Bay and the uh, brightness of the citrus, really good. And that's in the first course of the prefix. And one of the first course selections, along with a few others. Now, let us get on to dessert. And I want to hear all about this Mill Sunday. We uh, took that apart in another segment of the program. Tell us where the inspiration for all that came from. Um, well, the, the Mill Sunday is a, a derivative of a classic, well, our play on what would be a classic avocado. And, you know, before I go any further, I want to. Uh, make sure that my executive pastry chef, Samantha Skelly Royal, <laughs> she's our executive pastry chef. She's a super talented at her position. She is. And uh, so let's uh, have her take on the affogato. It's really <laughs> some architecture going on here. We have salted caramel ice cream, malted yep. vanilla ice cream, espresso fudge, Turkish coffee ice cream, a chocolate chip cookie crumble, and a fudge brownie. Oh, my. It's amazing. Yeah. So it, it's it's kind of a play on a uh, a, a traditional uh, ice cream sundae or affogato sure. Italian dessert with the coffee. Right, that's really what makes it because you've got the uh, coffee going in from a couple of different directions. There, uh, I can definitely see that. Isn't it interesting? Because without that, this is why we need the expertise. Because reading the description, which we did in another hour of the show, it sounds great, and it sounds like this just incredible creation. But when you think about it, and you put it in the context of the affogato, the the uh, uh, gelato drowned in the espresso, it just makes so much more sense. I love the Portuguese bread pudding that uh, she does. Tell us a little bit about that. That's a classic. Yeah, that, that has actually been on the menu since before her I uh, even started here. I've I here had a about, feeling. I've been here for about 16 years, and she's been with me for about 14 and a half, 15 almost. Um, and that was the original owner's grandmother's recipe. I had a feeling that may have been some influence, because I go back that far as well. And I think uh, probably a, around that time was when we broadcast from Mills Tavern, and Jamie was still around, and uh, yeah, that is, uh, I can totally see that. Portuguese bread pudding with Madeira caramel, currants, and Chantilly cream. So. Yeah. One of those dishes that has always been an icon to the restaurant and will never leave. You it's bet. on and off based on the season, but it always makes a comeback. Fantastic. And it is a tribute to Vu. <laughs> that was, uh, I'm sure that's what he called her, Vu. Uh, <laughs> so there we go. Hey, fantastic. So tell us uh, the hours and tell us when we can take advantage of this three-course prefix and uh, anything else we need to know about Mills Tavern. Yeah, so we're open seven nights a week. On Sundays, we um, do service from 5 to 8 o'clock. And then on Monday through Thursday, you can make reservations from 5 to 8.30. Friday and Saturday, we're open a little bit later until 9. So the Wagyu Tomahawk prefix menu is available all the time, any night of the week. Uh, we do recommend pre-orders on that if you have your heart set on it, because they do sometimes go fast. Uh, we serve the three-course 39.95 prefix menu. 
on Sunday through Thursday. It's available all night. We also have Thanksgiving coming up, so we're in the process of um, getting all of our marketing together and all all the menus out for that. So you can make your reservations from 12 to 7 on Thanksgiving Day. And this year we have something special that we've never done before. We're actually doing Thanksgiving family-style dinners to go. Nice. Um, or you can just round out your own meal with some of our side dishes um, and signature items and put together your own meal. So all of that information will be up on our website really soon. Um, so you can go to Mills Tavern restaurant.com to check all of those things out. And we'll also have a uh, pre-fixed turkey dinner available for Thanksgiving as well. Sounds so great. Your appetizer, that's the full dinner, soup salad, dessert, and again, you can do a wine pairing with it if you'd like. I should note that we, we just won our seventh um, Wine Spectator Award of Excellence this year in a row, too, so that's a big part. That is a big part. Congratulations. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. Well, that's great. So much fun talking to you about Mills Tavern, and it's going to be so great to be there this fall with uh, the new fall menu and the three-course prefix and, of course, the Wagyu Tomahawk for two. Thanks very, very much for giving us a tour and a little bit of a trip through this menu. We appreciate it. Thanks very, very much. It's our pleasure. Thanks for having us. Thank you. And we don't want to leave out Chef de Cuisine Christian Chin, as well as Executive Pastry Chef Samantha DeLaroyo. And so that gives you the credit. We roll the credits here. And that is a taste of what is going on at Mills Tavern. Chris Newberry. As always, thank you for dining out with me, Bruce Newberry, here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Don't stay away. That's how we keep the restaurants going. And don't forget to try the house dressing. Bruce Newberry. The food dude.